we're going okay you lived yes so many things have happened well the last time i saw you i was post-op the last time we talked you said yes i'll let you drive me to the hospital and then you said it's at 5 30 in the morning i'm just gonna take an uber and then when you came out of anesthesiology i was standing next to you and i don't know if you remember this you hmm. said why are you here? <laughs> which, uh, at which point I, I said, remember that is I re- not. How I it's remember uh, you feeding me ice, ice cubes <laughs> like a mama bird feeding uh, uh, no, her little that baby. Be, that would be me doing it from mouth to mouth, and that is a slash. Uh, <laughs> oh, it wasn't like that. that. That's a, there's a there's, there's some slash fiction out there uh, that I don't know anything about. That joke is for Kyle, and. Uh, and then, and then, so then you were, um, you were recovering and somebody drove you home because I had to go away. Bernie Polly drove me home. Bernie Polly drove yes. you home, which is good. Yes. And then, it's so grateful. That but, was lovely. But and, yeah, it was, it wasn't a, uh, yeah, I had the surgery uh, about, um, 10 days ago now or eight, nine days ago. Probably. And, um. Probably not. Uh, no, I had it on Friday and it's okay. the following Sunday, right? Okay. Yeah. All seven, right. eight, nine. All right. Depending on how you, how you count today. Sure. But, uh, and I did a, I did a, I came home and I felt really weak. Yeah. They, they I came home the next day, which right. was shocking it was, to me. They kept you overnight, which I think <laughs> I was like, they, I was on bed rest and they're like, you can't bend your legs. That was the worst thing is they should have just knocked me out and put me in a straight jacket because to be conscious and not be able to bend my legs and just lay straight like. But um, you had to know, the, like it was on you to not bend your legs. Yeah, that's not how I lay down. <laughs> I curl up uh, right. in various ways. I, I go fetal instantly when I lay down. Weeping I, softly into a cracked mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. I go right side, left side, but I'm never straight, long legged out. It's right. not comfortable. It's okay. like it's it's uh, it, it's like you're being shoved into a morgue or something. That's it's what it feels like. It's not for you. The the flat board laying out. No. So then I, I once I snuck my knees up and I and then a nurse yelled at me and so I'm like oh fuck <laughs> and uh, they're like you have to keep your legs straight till six p.m. and I was like it's it's. One. Yeah. What? Are you insane? I can't do this. Right. They wouldn't feed you till five, I think, right? I don't remember. But but for like the uh, the uh menu at Ronald Reagan Hospital <laughs> un- please stop unbelievable. It that. Just call it the, the UCLA. The man hospital. did one good thing in his lifetime and his die. Yes. <laughs> You're correct. You're correct. That hospital is fucking amazing. <laughs> right. I have my own room, okay, and look, I have a view of I don't it just of Los lot. Angeles. It's oh, gorgeous, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. And uh and the food is I mean I was of you course You did I'm, send a snapshot of the menu and said you were never leaving. Yes. I <laughs> was too nauseous to eat. But right. I did order I, I for some reason I ordered spaghetti and meatballs and it 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 grossed me out within three bites. But right. I could tell it was good. I just wasn't I had I'd fasted all day, so the first thing probably shouldn't have been a meatball. <laughs> Right. I don't know. Yeah, you should have gone with a soup, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a broth. I'm surprised that they were like, no, no, she can have whatever she wants. Yeah. Oh, fried baby back ribs. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, And then, uh, uh, yeah, I had no they, visitors. No visitors. 
Hey, it's and the single mom life. My kid's too far away. No one, you know, the dad hates me, it. so he's right. not going to so drive my kid out to visit me. Nobody's thinking to, to do shit. Right. Anyway. And um, that's okay, though. It was just one night. And when I woke up the next morning, you know, they're like, you can't, you can't, you're on bed rest. You can't, I had to pee in a, you know, a, a, a thing. A thing. And, and, um, and I was, and, but we're going to get you out by 11. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, if I want bed rest, why am I out at 11? Right. And then they took me out bed rest and it was okay. But it was, um, I felt so shitty. And then uh, just the act of and getting that was up. Saturday, right? Saturday morning. And, okay. and cleaning myself. I just laid down on the, the ground of the uh, the floor of the bathroom and I did a one of the shower washes. Like yeah. they gave me some hot t- compresses. And putting on clothes, I felt so much better. Just that. Yeah, you feel, you just, you're back in your yeah. own clothes. You feel more human. Yeah. So Bernie picks me up. She drops me off. Queen. Right. And you stop uh, for ice cream? Anything? No. I had okay. 12 Oxycontins. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Zero <laughs> refills. What and- a fuck you. <laughs> Have you taken all of them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was out by Tuesday. Uh, yeah, uh, you were out. Wait, you took 12 Oxycontins from uh, f- Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, like every five hours. They were they were, they were were five milligrams each. They weren't like high dosage. Okay. I, well, and I don't know. All I know is that it sounds like it's one of those opo- opioids that people are addicted to. Oh, I know. But it, it, Do you it see ended... why you, they would be addicted? No, they weren't that good either, oh, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, you know, I had to, I had to transition. I mean, they were fine, but it wasn't right. like, I didn't see stars. I was not, believe me, I'm not, it was not you a were risk pretty of excited addiction. about the anesthesiology. You were just like, that was the greatest thing. When you came out of it, you were like, well, oh, yeah, I didn't awesome. feel my eyes all being cut. Yeah. That, <laughs> anyone would like that. No, no, it's lights out. Anesthesiology yeah, just turns you off. They turn you back on. You're like, yeah. oh. I'm sore. All I remember is our the post op nurse named Sam with dyed orange hair. Am okay. I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see her. Oh, I thought you guys were interacting. No, no, there was a dark haired woman that was uh, like, so no, a doctor hasn't told because I kept I kept saying, did they say it was successful? And you were like, I don't know. <laughs> and finally, I said to the nurse, was it successful? And the woman goes, yeah, yeah. We've told her uh, she didn't tell you that. Yeah, did nobody talk to you? Oh, the doctor like, didn't stop by when I was uh, in the, in the hospital at all. Like, I was out before, he, he's like, and he calls, he's like, you left before I stopped by. I'm like, how am I supposed to know? You're the doc. Could you let them know you're coming? Right. Why, why? Oh, I wasn't in a hurry to leave. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I wanted lunch. I missed right. lunch. You didn't get lunch. They were going to make <laughs> lunch for you. But, uh, and then, so you didn't do a set on Saturday. Did not do a set on Saturday. <laughs> but you did a set on Sunday. Did a set on Sunday. That's bananas. I, um, Where was it? Went to how did it go? First, I took a what's it like? (laughs) (laughs) One at a time, Jackie. So I took a lift, Mm -hmm. um, good because I was on oxy, right? And it it didn't impair me, but they say you shouldn't be driving on it at this point. Yeah, so um, and it was at a golf course in Pasadena, of course. We're going through these crazy roads, yeah, wait, that in that weird room, and then across the way, there's a bar, yeah, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I did a set. Yes. In fact, I thought it was, it paid a lot for Los Angeles. It was, I, I did it the first night Mm -hmm. and me, hope, I don't know if I say hopefully they drop the money, but I was just like, I did it the first show ever. And I said, you're not really going to give me a hundred dollars or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And she goes, no, no, it's fine. We're, we're building something here. And I said, Yes, yes, you're building my trust for sure. And she handed me a hundred dollars. I got and a Venmo on my birthday for two hundred. 
And I was like, oh, this is them. a mistake. Oh, from But them. I didn't report it. <laughs> <laughs> but it I thought from- it was a birthday present out of the blue. And then I figured out, oh, wait, the, it's the guy that books that thing. And Oh, whatever. there you go. So it was, it was you were being paid for stand-up via Venmo, which I, uh, the first time that happened, I remember thinking, what a good idea. The stand is doing that now. <laughs> what? The stand, the stand is, is going to be paying all their spots in, with Venmo. Well, they're right. Yeah. Speaking of Venmo. But wait, I'm not done. Okay. So I'm on stage and uh, I I am doing some crowd work and I said uh, help I said the old I did the old and what about you ma'am or sir and it was a woman oh shit because you're <laughs> like did you tell her you were on drugs I did instantly okay. <laughs> and she's very cool about it uh, but how's your aneurysm bit coming along good uh, oh the, <laughs> the other thing so <laughs> I was gonna do it tonight because I was at the improv lab yeah and then I and I, so I play I have all these new lines I want to try and I'm kind of excited about it and then I then I get there and they're like oh it's the teen show oh right I am not I'm not gonna be a middle-aged person talking about my surgery in front of 15 year olds absolutely not no, not unless it's super funny. No, but you could totally do it. Why not? If it's like a dick sur- they only want to hear about dick surgery, and I can't talk about that. <laughs> so I, I did a bunch of kid stuff, but I was like, oh man, I, I'm not. What a bummer. <laughs> dick surgery. Here's my dick surgery joke. <laughs> you stuck it in me. Is that something? No. Okay. Oh my god. Anyway, so I. <laughs> they're 15. That's. I think you could have done your 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 aneurysm. Joke. I didn't want to. I had new lines that need uh, precious care and I didn't want to try them first on a oh, bunch of enough, fucking enough. teenagers. Sometimes the yeah. Fabergé egg must be yeah, cared for. The first time out, you need it to be a little bit protected, mm-hmm. right? That's why you do solid material before you launch into new stuff. Although at the lab, you can kind of just launch into it because it feels experimental anyway, except when it's all teenagers. Then it's mm-hmm. every man for himself. What are they doing in the lab, the teenagers? They're, I thought they were in the, the main room. Um, I don't know. I guess they got a lab show. Oh, maybe they did both. Probably. Anyway. Um, um, and then, uh, so I didn't do a set on Monday. And then Tuesday, I went down to Comic-Con. I took the train. That's right. Uh, Hang on a second. Yes. Let's back up before we go into Comic-Con stuff. A couple things happened. One, your birthday was Tuesday. Yes. And uh, then my birthday was yesterday, Saturday, yes. uh, when we're recording this. And Kyle and I sent you some apples. <gasps> Thank we sent you. you some apples. I thought that was p- for uh, for surgery. That was for my birthday? Yes. Oh, shit. So you didn't get a gift from me and Kyle on your birthday? No. I don't need one. I, I'm good. You have an apple. There's an apple bit. There's there's a comedy reason for sending you apples. Wait, what do you mean? We're not, yeah, we're not being good to you. We're, there was a joke about red delicious apples, and we wanted to get you non-red delicious apples. You did. So you did, did indeed. We got you candied apples, and then we got you some apples and pears. Yes, you did. Thank and you very much. There you go. And then... Guys, uh, never do this again. <laughs> What it, the thing is, is uh, you have to you, next year if you've written a bit about aneurysms, we're going to get you stents. We don't know what we're going to get you. It's God. like depends you, how good the bit is. Can I just? I can't say that. It re, it re, I can't emphasize this enough. You don't have to get me presents on my birthday about jokes, or or that I no, don't even don't. have. I don't even have a, a fucking red delicious chunk. No, it's about the. It's a podcast. We do a podcast with you. Yeah. <laughs> and there was this thing about Red Delicious I know, Apple. <laughs> I know. So, in other news. But wait a minute. Now I'm an asshole because I didn't get you a birthday present you know about, why? you know, whatever the fuck you talk about in your erotic fiction. 
Yeah, there's no, there, there's no, there's nothing. Vibrating to buy. aliens. There's, uh, there's nothing. There's nothing. To, there's space R two D two. Maybe this year. Maybe this year we'll come up with a a, a a a tangible thing that you guys could pitch in and throw at me and go. See, you're lame that you didn't don't like it. This. Or this whatever. is why birthdays suck. Okay. <laughs> you're the one who started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but you know what? We figured out what the they the Apollo. Uh, left, they departed Earth, they launched <laughs> on my birthday, and right. they landed on the moon on your birthday. Right. It's true. And um, and now both of our birthdays are over, and that's good. And then here's the other thing I want to talk about before Comic-Con. Okay. Which is Venmo. Right. Dina, what's her face? Comic right. of the Week. A, a while back, Dina Hesham yes. was, was one of our Comics of the Week. Yes. And very she, funny, very, very good funny. joke writer, very and dark. Did the, sh- did the did a set on that new Comedy Central streaming thing. Yeah, she's That's done Conan. Yeah. Yeah, so she's done plenty of things. Yes. And she was Comic of the Week. And so Dina uh, did this joke uh, on the Comedy Central streaming uh, show, and it was essentially a, a Venmo joke. Mm-hmm. It was a Venmo joke uh, about some rapper who died two years ago. Extension. Extension. Am I saying is, his name right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Extension. Okay. So I don't um, want to hear from Ron Funches because I, I just <laughs> called him Triple X on one tweet. He's like, you don't know the rest of his name. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> and quite honestly, I'm good. But the dude was walking around with 50000 in cash on him. Right. And so it was a joke that was very funny that I can't remember, but it was about how the you should use was, Venmo. Yeah, he was murdered and robbed of $50,000 in cash. And it was, wouldn't that be a great ad for Venmo? You know, right. basically, so, which right. is... It was, that was the premise. It was funnier yes. than that. Anyway, yes. so uh, some comic dude bro... Uh, pointed I've never heard of fans. him. He's like a game show host, right? He's not a full comic like we are. Oh, really? Yeah, I think uh, he's some corno- some sort of hybrid. Okay. Uh, oh, the hybrid comics. Mm-hmm. We don't approve. No. We're turns out we're purists. Yeah. Do your job. And so <laughs> uh, anyway, and so she got a bunch of uh, just trolls, just troll horrible to- trolls and terrible. death threats I- and rape threats and all the. It's the shit that happened to an SNL writer about a year and a half ago when she did a Baron Trump joke. It happened to a Colbert writer about a year ago with some joke. It's the. Uh, it's only happening to women comics and, and female comedy writers. This this yeah. was different. It wasn't like right wing. The right wing. Anytime some kind of Trump right. joke is not specifically spelled out, so even complete morons understand sarcasm, then they go after those female writers. And Dina's was not. It wasn't a. It was. It didn't no. activate the alt right. It activated even worse people. Music fans. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they went bananas, and um, she had to lock her account. They doxed her. They published her address online on wow. Twitter and Instagram. And the problem is these social media companies don't act immediately. They're, they, they're very slow to stop that kind of a thing. And not, not if you say uh, white trash on Facebook. You say the words white trash on Facebook, they lock your account immediately. That's what happened to me. Yeah, I used okay. the term white trash, and I shut it down it was so crazy. That is crazy. But that's a separate issue because... Yeah. But uh, they didn't shut it down fast enough, so her address wasn't out there. No, and, and they don't have um, some... They're not employing any sort of mechanism to, to see momentum turning against somebody. And, all, and and if all of a sudden, you know, somebody is, is getting, like, 
hundreds of people saying their name and there's aggressive language in the tweets, which I, I know they can code for. They can find that shit. Yeah. They don't, they don't know. Oh, there's a, there's a wave. A there's tsunami is attacking yeah. somebody and we need to shut it down. Um, they c- can definitely do that, but they just don't care enough. Right. Um, so anyway, she was sort of, uh, she was definitely under assault and it's a weird, it was like, I, I didn't know if, if we should, I, you all be out there like, Dina Hashem is a great comic. She's really like say your name yeah. and be very proactive. Or do you just not want to draw attention to it? But I think a, I, think I reported when a couple. Of I the, reported too. I think yeah. that the best thing to do is like maybe a full throated, you know, thumbs up on this person and then start report. You know, just start going through their mentions and start reporting tweets. Yeah. I mean, if all of us just turn into, I mean, we like to be assholes on Twitter anyway. So if we can just spend a little time when someone's being attacked like that and and start and reporting the, the tweets of yeah, people, yeah. I think um, that helps. Yeah, I, I think so too. So that's yeah, that's that's nuts. And well, so it's you- so terrifying. I mean. When you're a comic, you're you're incredibly vulnerable. We can't when we're on stage. Most of the time, we can only see the first row and a half, right? Right. You can't see someone coming up to you. You can't see someone stand up five rows back and point a gun at you. You can't see it, even though someone could take a picture of that instant and it would you it would show you looking directly at the person. You're just looking out into blackness, right? You right. Can't you just see yeah. it. So so. You know, anyone coming after a comic, you know, we're already quite vulnerable. We're surrounded by a mob of people. <laughs> you know, all we have is a mic and words. And, and you know, half of these, uh, some of these states... Here's have, the good news. What? Is that there hasn't been very many of that. No, but I'm just saying it. you you always feel like that. You have that vulnerability when you're stand-up. And I, if, never, and I never feel that. If you get 100 death threats in a day, you're going to fucking feel it. Right, right. That's different. No, no, but the thing is, 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 is the implication was that standing on stage saying the words that I say, um, I don't live in fear of what's happening fifth row. No, I don't. Yeah. But, but, but if I, but, if but I knew if people I said they the were going to find me... With a thousand people online telling me that they want to kill me and, and rape me and, and stick me in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to make me a little twitchy. Mm-hmm. But I would talk to, you know... And granted, security at comedy shows it's is bullshit. exactly... It's bullshit. I mean, it's club to club, and some of them yeah. let anything happen, and some of them don't let much happen. So... Right. You know, and and you're talking to somebody who's being paid, you know, what, $10 an hour? Oh, please risk your life for me. Did you see the BuzzFeed? Did I tell you about the BuzzFeed thing? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, so this guy calls my home number and he's like, hey, I saw, we looked online and saw who you donated to, because that's public record, you mm-hmm. know, uh, politically. And um, you donated to a lot of different candidates. We'd love to, we're doing an article about, um, about donating why you we just want to talk to you about why you would donate to a lot of candidates and i'm like that you're just this is bullshit i'm not calling buzzfeed back and um and i don't i don't need the publicity that bad i don't care um that that didn't bother me like it bothered you well, uh, it bothered, it, it bothered me because they found home your phone. home phone number. The yeah, home phone that number was me. weird. But that's and what then, reporters do. That's what, right. Well, good reporting. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to ask. See, the two questions that they want to ask and get some sort of so they can do a clickbait title. Right. Is uh, who do I think is going to win? Uh-huh. And uh, why would I donate to all of them? 
well, first of all, why wouldn't I donate to all of them if I can? And two, uh, I'm going to know who wins on November 9th. That's uh, 2020. That's what well, I'm going to yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, you're only do- you're not donating to all 22 candidates, right? No, I can't. Okay, uh, so yeah. you're, you've picked a few. We've yeah. all picked a few. Yeah. You know? It's, uh, right, and it is not that many. Now, um, yeah, so, that, t- so Tuesday, you go to Comic-Con... Missing yes. your apples. Me worried that your mom's going to throw your <laughs> apples out. And, uh, but she didn't. She was a good person. And it all worked out. But yeah, how, was, how was Comic-Con? Um, so I got there on Tuesday, and I took the train down. First time I've done Amtrak, down, and, Amtrak and it's gorgeous. It's, it's really perfect. relaxing. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I th- and it was like that. 60 bucks for the business class. It wasn't unaffordable. No. You know? No, because then you don't have to park. Yeah, because sixty bucks and then what a twenty five dollar ride, Uber ride or Lyft ride? No, it pulls right into downtown, and then it was a ten minute walk to the hotel. Oh my god! Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people uh, were going down at like for for you know they just go down really early in the morning, hang out all day, and then take the last one back. Yeah, which is. Uh, awful in my opinion but people like to live their lives right 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 people have lives you wanted to stay in a hotel room and sleep well no i i was given a hotel room right no no i know but then you get to <laughs> stay in a hotel but it, yes but they might have been given hotel rooms too the people you speak of Perhaps. or no well i don't know it was uh, seemed like one day trips I, oh I, I ran into people because on both on both uh, i got offered a couple of panels oh really uh, yeah but i could not do it because i was like is there a hotel or parking and they said no there's a pass and i was like yeah. A Hall H pass? Yeah. You don't have that? You have no, that. You I have didn't. An all no, I've never pass. been inside Hall H. We you, don't have Hall H passes. Why don't you have passes to the whole Comic-Con? I don't know. We've, all, we've so asked weird. that every single year. That it would really so, help when... You would get a media pass. That's the, I've never paid for Comic-Con. Yeah. I've been twice, two years, and it's always been a media pass. Maybe we should try to get them to do a panel of female comedy writers next year. Yeah, that'd be you. Like on Sunday or something? Uh, who else would be on that? Well, you know, you're... Um, yeah. Well, I write comedy, but I, I don't write, you know... But there are... I mean, there's plenty of yeah. comedy writers. Yeah, yeah, but if you can get on a different panel... Yeah. No, no, I, no, I, I can get on... Did you, see, did you get to see all the MCU announcements? It's going to be great. Um, yeah, I, I'm on the internet. I saw the MCU yeah, did you see the internet? I saw the internet today, and they were talking about the MCU, uh, the Phase 4. It's going to be great. I'm excited for my son, because right? he's yeah. excited about that stuff. <laughs> you're happy for him. Yes. That's, you're not happy for me? Yeah. You be happy for me. We, um, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. There was, did you watch, did you see Brony Sanders? Which I was I did. I retweeted that. that <laughs> James, was James Adomian, Adomian as uh, Bernie Sanders as a brony. All of his impressions are genius. Oh, There's yeah. absolutely, I don't understand why he's not on SNL. Yeah. I don't understand why he isn't a household name. James Adomian uh, is a delight. He's great. And, it, and, the, it, and that brony thing was hilarious. Did you see the Mark Hamill citizenship quest? Nope. Uh, t- quest, uh, test? Um, so we do this thing called a Comic-Con citizenship test where okay. a celebrity gives Conan a test and, you know, <laughs> Comic-Con stuff, questions and fake sure. joke questions and stuff. And so um, this year Mark Hamill did it. And the, the crowd didn't know. They weren't told ahead of time. And nope. so Conan goes, well... Uh, you know, I always have somebody uh, from Comic-Con to d- uh, deliver the test. And today, it's Mark Hamill. And they went berserk. And you could see, if you watch it, he's, like, blown away by the, the crowd reaction. Oh, yeah. Like, he could genuinely not be a nicer touched. guy. Yeah. 
it was I, neat to see. I met him at a at a at a, a Liz Winstead benefit for oh, really for Lady Parts Justice. I got my picture taken with him, and I said, "I don't do this, but I'm doing this. Uh, can, would we? Can we?" And he said, <laughs> "Of course." And then he put me in a headlock and took a picture with me. And it was a and it's the the the, the picture that's gotten the most uh, clicks ever on my oh my the most likes on on my Facebook page. Sure, you sure, imagine. sure. But uh, speaking of which, I was in Milwaukee. I went to Milwaukee on on uh, on the Saturday mm-hmm. of of Comic Con, I guess, and uh, to visit my no family. the Saturday before when I was being released. Oh, that's right, when you were being released. That's right. And I got to do uh, a guest set at Comedy on State for Ron Funches. Oh, cool. Yeah, and um, and Blair Sochi uh-huh. was and oh, great. oh damn it, I'm spacing his name. The guy who featured uh, Gabe. Gabe. Sure. Anyway, wrong, but. He, uh, so I, I got to see most of Ron's long set, but there was also some comedy chatter, like there is with mm-hmm. comics. And uh, I did a guest set first show, Comedy on State in Madison, Saturday night. He let me do it. Offered me a second one, but I uh, went, I had to drive an hour and a half back to Milwaukee. Yeah. So I didn't stay for the second one. Still regret that. And, hmm. uh, but yeah, that first set was so good. I had I had not been in a club for about a, two weeks. Wow! And that comedy on state club is so. I need Eve's email address because I haven't been there in two years, and I want to go back. Oh, but, I've never um, been there. I'd love to work there. It's room. such a great room, and the audience is. They're smart. They're you know yeah. they get everything. They're and Ron Funch's audiences are going to be outstanding, oh right? Oh my god! So I did that guest set the next day. Couple of days, uh, I was there uh, Sunday and Monday, and then I left on Tuesday. But Sunday and Monday, I hung out with Liz Winstead and the uh, abortion access front mm-hmm. uh, people because they were following around. There's some sort of operation safe. I don't know what the, they're they're right. creepy anti choice people. They spring people. themselves on uh, and there's Planned Parenthood's right. Yeah, they took over. They took over a Bastille Days stage. Oh on, my god! On the Sunday. And um, maybe the Monday, mm-hmm. and there was a Bud Light sign still on it, and and Bastille Day said they could have the stage. Yeah, and so they had all these like dead fetuses. Oh my god! Next to Bud Light, and so I took a picture of it and I tweeted at Bud Light and I said, "Hey guys, did you know that you're supporting a hate rally?" Oh, good for you! And, uh, so, but it was it was super fun um, to see you know Liz and and her team. They just follow these people and they chant and they dress up in fun and they, it's all peaceful. Oh my god, that's it's not great. rude at all. Yeah. I would want to be rude. I went. I actually, my last friend from high school and I went out to dinner mm-hmm. in Milwaukee on Sunday night. He wanted to take me to dinner for my birthday. Wait, a high school friend? Yeah. Okay. And he have you seen the person since high school? High school yes, he's my last friend. He's the only one I hang out with okay. from high school still. Okay. Uh, New positions are always available if anyone from high school would like to come back into my life. Um, but so we go to dinner. He wants to go to this steak place. And for some reason, I let him pick. Mm-hmm. And so we try to go to the one on Sunday night. It's closed. We go to this backup one, which is one room and then a bar. We go to dinner at 730 and 730 on a Sunday night in Milwaukee. It means that there are two tables finishing. Can I tell you something? What I'm visualizing right now is from Fargo when um, when she goes out to dinner with her old friend from high school 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, except okay. for that, not a booth, sadly. Okay. okay. In a table, in a, in a room the size of this garage. Right. And then over that way, right, there's a bar. And so the two tables finish eating. We sit down. We order. There's five career drunks just sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. shouting. And one of them starts yelling about how great it is that the migrants are being in- enslaved and oh. caged up. And I start to shake, right? Because right? I just want to go over. And But I'm like, this is something that my friend Stefan, he's paying for this. He wants this to be nice. Yeah. Don't lose your shit. Don't punch anyone, Jackie. Yeah. There's no hitting. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I literally, I say to my friend Stefan, I was like, I'm going to do something weird. But we're the only people in this restaurant except for these career drunks. And I don't want to confront these guys. And he goes, what do you want to do? And I, so I take my phone and I play music at the table, loud, oh. out of my phone. But then I, don't, then I can just concentrate on him, the music, and my food. And we don't hear them. So Did they hear the music? I don't know. I oh, don't okay. care. And then, um, but the rest of the meal was relatively hard to to deal with but my favorite thing that happened in it was uh he said at the end of the meal he goes you know you're a little judgmental and i said yes yes i am Mm -hmm. and i work on it i try to use my powers for good and then there was a pause and he goes you know who else is judgmental and i thought i swear to god i thought he was gonna say me because he had just judged me (laughs) but he did not he said our our other friend from high school that he's kept more in touch with paul paul was not there to defend himself and i said he's he's a little what you know who else is judgmental Stefan? you and he was like me i'm not judgmental and it made me laugh so hard uh but i do this friendship end no because one of the things i love about Stefan and paul as a matter of fact is that we have real conversations Mm -hmm. we talk about the fact that we are indeed judgmental i found out i was judgmental probably 10 12 years ago uh (laughs) you would have thought i would have known earlier i but i just think that it is being opinionated I, I, judgmental seems like a high school adjective. Right. Well, I mean, and it's funny because it's not, it's, it's not the judgment that's bad. It's the acting on the judgment or, or the, or the, or the, it's like, I have, I have scruples and ethics and these things Mm -hmm. and some people don't live up to them and it, and whether or not I talk, speak to them about it is, is, is the line, Right. If I if I say to somebody, I don't like what you're doing, that's me judging them and then taking an active part in what they're doing. That sounds fine to me. It isn't. If they are not, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Right, but if they're not like my child or uh, a close friend, or if they are Nazis, I mean, those are sort of like I mean, but it, uh, like an example where you're saying these guys are at the bar just yelling stuff about migrants. Yeah. I think it's totally okay to go up and say, "Shut the fuck up! You're they're humans. You're being an asshole. Right? You're uh, you're a drunk, and thank God you're going to die of cirrhosis of the liver." Uh, and soon how do you enough. think that that would have affected our our, our dinner? You know what? If Stephen's a friend, he would cheer you on. Yes, Stefan is a friend, and he would have been. Uh, he, and, I'm going to change the pronunciation of his name. I've judged his name to be mispronounced. Uh, he is a. He comes from very, very French people, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, they went with Stefan, and uh, so be it. But the. Um, yeah, well, I just there's well there's a there's a place before that like like if it would if it wouldn't have been a very special occasion for Stefan, I probably would have insisted we leave, mm-hmm. um, and on the way out told them to 
eat a fucking dick. But uh, it would have been very romantic. Uh, but it wasn't a romantic dinner. The kids would have loved this one if you'd, yeah. have, if you'd have said that. Exactly. Those kids. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but what I'm saying is that 12 years ago, uh, Karen Rontowski and I were on a walk when we lived across the street from each other in North mm-hmm. Hollywood. Um, we were just walking around one day going for coffee. And I was telling a story and I said, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not judgmental. And she laughed in my face. <laughs> and she said, you are so judgmental. And she didn't mean it in a mean way. She, yeah. she actually was like you and was like, you use it for good. I mean, you're usually not mean about it. You're us- but you are incredibly blunt about it sometimes, which, which can be bad socially. Not a great social skill. I guess so. I don't well, know. I mean, I mean we're who am I sitting with? I'm, I'm sitting with someone. It's just, it's a, it's a parade of Asperger's victims. Anyway. <laughs> I don't um, have Asperger's. Here's the, here's the, other, here's the other thing that happened. What? Oh, should we do, let's do a, let's do a Max Fun break. Well, here we are. It's 2019. What's hot in dog news? Well, I'll tell you what. I've got some hot ear news. According to the Los Angeles Times, the TSA is now deploying more floppy-eared dogs because they are less scary than pointy-eared dogs. I don't want to call out the Los Angeles Times, but already a typo in the headline should be sticky-uppy ears. That is true. You know. But did you also know that Ford has created a concept dog crate that cancels out the noise of fireworks? I mean, yeah, it's about time. Yeah, about time. Ford, what have you been doing up until now? Nothing. Did you know that dogs can smell 40 times better? than humans, which I do believe means they can smell crime. <gasps> this is a hot 2019. For all your dog needs, come on over to Can I Pet Your Dog every Tuesday. And let's also talk about our comic of the week. How, how, where are we? 31. Oh, okay. Heather Pasternak. Yes. P-A-S-T-E-R. Wait. N-A-K. That's yeah. it. And it's just at Hello Pasternak. Yeah, she's super funny. We just we're we just watched her Colbert. I'm like, Heather, yeah. we should do Heather Pasternak. I'm like, oh shit, she's already done Colbert. Wow, right. we're a little oh. late to the Pasternak party. Exactly. Choo choo, get on the train of Heather Pasternak. <laughs> Hello, Pasternak. Good work, Booker. Find her some work. Uh, and then I was going to tell you that when I got the car in Milwaukee, uh, a woman who used to own a comedy club right by the airport, Joey. Yeah. Uh, she has she's 71 she's retired joey's it was that in livonia or something no no that's that's the michigan joey okay uh joey in um in milwaukee i forgot what the name of the club was it wasn't called joey's okay i used to think that joey went went to michigan and opened livonia's joey's Mm -hmm. but no she just retired and now she works at hertz i think i heard that before so does she run into comics all the time uh she does and uh as i walked up to get my car she goes Jackie Cation, how you doing? And I was like, I'm good. And we talked about Bent Washburn, which was one of the, I headlined once there. This is probably 15 years ago, 16 mm-hmm. years ago. And then in the late 90s, I featured for Bent Washburn one time there. And my, I remember because my dad and my stepmother came to the show and my sister. I didn't know he'd been doing it that long. Oh, he's Bent Washburn? In yeah. for the duration. Okay. Yeah, he's a delight. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him? I know, him? he's very funny. Yeah. it's You know, my favorite Bent Washburn story is when he auditioned for... Um, Last Comic Standing. It was the year that Kathleen Ant and Alonzo were the were the oh judges. The, I auditioned that year. Amy Schumer won. It, 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 she didn't win, but she was in the top ten. Right? Oh, was she? Yeah. Uh, all I remember was it, it was the year that I made the semifinals, the top the top twenty. Because every year I made the top twenty. Right. But this one, they were like this. They had, I had asked them when are the semifinals. They told me the wrong dates, and it, Andy and I had saved up for our honeymoon, oh. and it was the same dates. And I was like. 
Oh, I'll be going to Italy. You can all. Uh, oh my God! What and happened so, to Ant? Is he still doing stand up? Oh, Ant's still doing stand up. Okay, I haven't yeah. seen him in a long time. And um, is he on the road all the time or something? I don't know. Um, I'm not that. Do you, close ever, with Ant. do you ever see him at the at the clubs around here? Uh, no, I don't. But I see him online a fair amount, and I know he's working. Mm. But uh, I know that um, last time I saw him was at a benefit. And I'm doing a benefit. I'm doing two benefits. Does Ant Man and Wasp hurt you if your name is Ant? No, okay. I think that that's got to help. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. It's a. I don't know why Ant's name is Ant though. Do you? Is no. his name Anthony, and they people just call him Ant? Probably. I that's what I would go with. Mm-hmm. Ant Man and Wasp, of course, much different. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> here's the point: is I forgot what I was talking about. Okay, let's talk about Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> We're blowing it off. $70 million. Dollars. 70. So I figured out uh, 140 comics could do hours for $500,000 each. Yeah. That's $70 million. Have you seen that screenshot of him and uh, com- comedians in, com- in cars? I watched most of the comedians in cars. Who was the one who said what was said on that on that screenshot? Where the hell is Let that me screenshot? See. It's, um, um, oh, where so yes. he would do it for no money? No, Netflix uh Netflix had a had a thing, right? They they're going to supposedly offer him 70, 70 million dollars for an hour. For an hour. Um, he hasn't done stand up in 30 years, is that right? Oh, uh, that's a Seinfeld quote. That's Seinfeld, Seinfeld says quote? comedy and money to me are antithetical. Which is such a my bill well, collectors I mean, do not agree. It's an it's it's so interesting. It's um two incredibly wealthy comics talking about how and, and how and, money can ruin comedy and it has not it doesn't not if you're a good comic no i think which seinfeld it hasn't ruined his comedy seinfeld was talking about has it yeah. well i mean i never liked it but yeah. um oh, wow am i ever going to be on comedians with cars <laughs> no <laughs> and who cares Wow, guys. Uh, you Lori tank your own like, career. Lori's been a fan I'm not pulling out of this one quick. It's a fucking plane it's crash. Fine. I just it's jumped. Be fine. But, um, but I will but say no, this. Seinfeld was talking about, um, uh, about how when people want to add a lot of money to a movie, perhaps, and then all of a sudden that takes the funny away from it. I, it's a world I don't know, so I can't even talk about it. Okay, but it, so that, that quote was taken out of context. Yes. Okay. Yeah, all quotes are taken out of context. It's, <laughs> it's not a that's good why, thing. That's why they're quotes. Yeah. Because they're not in context. He, I'll be I over think, here defining context. Um, Eddie Murphy kind of, you know, it was a lot of talking about it. Remember how we did it for no money and stuff like that. And I don't, whatever, it's a, com- it's a conversation a lot of comics have, you know? Yeah. Well, um, and it's a podcast. So they're going to talk about nonsense. They're gonna they're gonna give opinions and and, and well, tell they anecdotes. Talk about, right? They talked about comedy a lot, and that, that I haven't watched that show in a while. It's interesting because like after every a couple couplets, they do B roll of coffee being poured, <laughs> just to, just to let you know, hey, there's more conversation coming up. But it's uh, you can tell they're each working on one cup of coffee the entire time. Like they aren't <laughs> drinking seven and eight cups of coffee. Um, and I guess Eddie Murphy lives out here now. So yeah. I don't know. Is he going to be out at the improv in the comedy store and doing spots? He's always lived out here. No, he, uh, he no, he's ha- he had a mansion in New Jersey for a long time. He has a, a mansion time. here, too, because I know the people that do put his Christmas trees in every single room oh, wow. for the last 20 years. Wow. Yeah, because nice. I know a florist. Anyway. Um, well, uh, you know, I don't know. It just seems like it, when Netflix, they came up short with subscribers or losing subscribers this last quarter, 
So it it seems like a, um, a not smart way to spend their comedy money. And I just worry that it's going to hurt the rest of us, you know, that are trying well, you, to get stuff on Netflix. I mean, if, if he... if have you, Are you like, on Netflix like, at all? Me? Yeah. No. If, we, if he brings in 5 million people to subscribe for a month, um, I think it's fourteen ninety nine. then that pays for his special. Maybe he will. Maybe 5 million people will join Netflix to watch his special. But it would have to be great, right? Like... You know, clips are going to get out. Words going to get out. If it's not great, people might just watch a couple clips, and that'll be it. So it needs to be a great special for people to that aren't subscribing to Netflix to actually join. When was the last time he did stand up? I don't know. I mean, I I haven't seen him. I I, I, I really I don't even know. heard of him doing stand up for at least fifteen years. So I don't know. Uh, when you speculated thirty, I thought may, didn't you? I, maybe. Who, but we don't know. We don't. He's know. been a movie star. He's been a movie star. You know, stand up is really hard to pick up, and it's and you know the audience is different. Well, he. I mean, the, I think he he was such a great comic that given two years, I think he could he could have an hour. Of course he with did. writers and everything and because he's very funny in conversation he's a very funny person yeah and you don't lose the talent the 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 skill of 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 phrasing you just have to relearn how to do it right like it's it's just stage time at, at this point so right, he, would, totally. he would need a, a bunch of stage but time. it's it's not it's too bad that that if that got leaked if it's too bad that got out instead of him. How cool would it be if he just started popping up doing shows and everyone's like, what's he working on? And, you know, it just would make invigorate stand up. But now we know it's a $70 million special. It's like <laughs> arms like folded. In- this joke better be good. It's, it's uh, 60 minutes. This joke is worth one point, whatever. Yeah. $1.3 one- million. Exactly. No, uh, no. Um, Fail. Uh, I am on Netflix and uh, the comedians of comedy. Maria oh, yeah. mentioned me. Oh, neat. In the Comedians of Comedy. So they asked me if I had a clip that they could use, put, use as bonus material. <laughs> Guess what I was paid? $200. Oh. And a free year of Netflix. Oh, my goodness. And granted, it was back when the Comedians of Comedy was on. Essentially, Netflix bribed me for a year, and now I've been paying them for the, for the remaining since 2005. Yeah, that 200 has gone. Yeah, that 200 That's what I made at the golf course on Sunday. Exactly. Is what See? Netflix paid you I may for. not be the best business person you've ever met, is what <laughs> I'm saying. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, you know, great for him. But it, it it's also frustrating. Like all these big big contracts are going to guy comics, yeah. you know, Aziz, Chappelle, and they're all Chappelle's a genius, you know, uh, Chris Rock's a genius. Like they're all great. So it's you know okay, I guess. But they also were they're they're since time immemorial, at least in stand up. You know, there's there's a system, and they the guys get picked, the guys get management, the guys get agents, the guys the guys get a team behind them, and all of a sudden you you start producing an hour, you do a half hour for HBO, you do an hour here, you do an hour here, and all of a sudden you have this body of work where people can go, they can justify, hey, we should give you a Netflix special because look at every, everything you've done, where y- women like you and me were never even put into that kind of fast track. So, you know, somebody like Louis had, you know, he had Dave, Dave Becky behind him really young. And and when you, I think when you're a comic and you have a team behind you, you start to get comp. First of all, you're getting gigs out the ass because they're just, they're going to work you. And the money goes up. The money goes up. You get confident. You start, you start believing yourself. And then people like you and me are like, I guess I'm not funny enough because if I were, I'm sure no, I'd be I'm getting funny. all that stuff. It's all working out. I have my own albums out. No, I'm not the, saying the, what, that. I'm saying the confidence of when you're like in your 20s. 
right? And you, and everyone else around you is getting stuff, and you're not. You're speaking for yourself, right? Right, and that's but fine. but Jackie, there's a a larger thing here where where men are put, men have been put on like the train to success. Now right. a lot of them got off. No, you know, no, I, vers- no, I know what you're saying, and but- we we myself you a lot of female comics weren't put on ever and so now it's like oh more money going to people that already have all the money and have already had ton ton of the exposure and ton of the shit right (sighs) it's yes it is a drag but um for example you know who has a team that um that doesn't have a netflix special that does surprise me i think does she not have a kathleen madigan she does yeah does she have a couple she might have two because uh, because I, she had that team. Mm-hmm. She got on that fast track with those boys. Mm-hmm. and um, But she was like the only one. She was. Yeah, yeah. She was the only one. Kathleen and, and Felicia. Felicia Michaels, Michaels, right? But she didn't she didn't get she got acting work. She didn't get um, Felicia Michaels got acting work. Yeah, she was on a sitcom. Oh, the, the home home. Oh, so oh on the, the, a Tim Allen show. No, not not oh. home improvement. The the one with the twin girls who were babies and now they're rich. Oh, the uh, and, Ashley, and, Kate, yeah, Mary and, Kate, and, and Ashley that's Olsen. It. The, yes. and then other oh. sisters, Scarlet Witch. Anyway, so just you know, <laughs> <laughs> just as a as a side. Okay, but um, you know what I'm saying. No, I know. No, I know okay. exactly what you're saying, and I know that that it would be. It's it's just bad money after after more money. Like they're just throwing more money after bad money because and those I guys are all funny. We know that they're funny. But there's some of these specials where I'm like, that was good. Right. Was it was it genius? I don't know if it was genius now, but you're being rewarded for your previous genius. Right. You right. know? Well, and then you know, the the same could be said for Ellen's special and um Wanda's special. <clears throat> but Wanda's was really good this last one. And she Ellen's just got nominated good. for an Emmy. It was yeah, it was no no, they're they're both no, no and they were really good. Yeah. But so was and I think one of the three Chappelle specials was good, right? <laughs> I mean there were three in a row. There were th- two or three one in a row. One of them was really good. The one with the Elma uh, Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, with, yeah, with Till Tillman. Uh yeah. no Till. Edmund Emmett, uh, Emmett Till, yes, that that chunk that that was the that was great. That hour was great, yes, but he yes. did two other hours as well, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. There was just and that's fine. So I mean, the good work is being done by these comics who are established, right? And then offered more stuff. The the my my problem is is that they're not. We we were all told that they needed content and they were going to buy stuff. Well, they weren't, and they didn't. And then we were also told that they were going to start giving out a lot of uh, new stuff, and so they they did those fifteen minutes, like mm-hmm. with Aparna and Kate Willett and all mm-hmm. these people. But that means that they also own their half hour and their next hour, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that mm-hmm. scandal? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't know that they've they've shot those hours or half hours yet. Well, yeah, I mean, give people time to come up with their shit. You know, they have they need their you need you need you don't time think to come up with a half, half hour. Of course she does, but I mean, you, and then another hour after that. Yeah, she's got it. I mean, the thing well, okay. I don't want to argue if, if yeah. whether she thinks she, you know what I mean. No, like, no, but they ha- they haven't put those things into motion, is right, what I'm saying. Okay. And and those ones only paid like twenty five or fifty thousand dollars, which is a shit ton of money from where I sit. But it's nothing compared to seventy million dollars. It's which so is gross. Yeah, it's gross. I don't think it's good for him either. I think I. I don't even think it's pretty good for stand up. 
I no. mean, the expectations are so high. And Eddie Murphy, I saw Raw. It was it was really, really good. And I saw it in 83 or whenever it came out, right? Mm-hmm. 85. And, um, but then he did a bunch of acting and he stopped doing stand-up, mm-hmm. right? So I think, and I think he could get his chops back, but I just don't. Uh, the the pressure on this seventy million dollar price tag is insane. Yeah, it just feels. It's hardly gonna. It's it hardly feels gonna like work out. it's uh, between that and hedge fund companies buying chains and yeah. Laker. You know, it's just it, it's worrisome. It feels uh, like a bubble's about to burst, a money bubble. But that might be the economy as well. It might just be be everything right now. Well, everything if- is too wild right now. Right, it's very much like the 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 teens before the crash in the early nineteen hundreds. Quite honestly, oh really? Yeah, this is, there's I read wait the late eighteen hundreds or late, the no, no the early nineteen hundreds like nineteen nineteen to nineteen twenty nine okay. and then the crash mm-hmm. um, and then the Great Depression and we've been staving off a Great Depression for for some time. So I don't know. I mean I've. I just spend a lot of time with my family, and so there's a lot of finance talk. I don't know uh. when you hang out with Cations, uh, there's uh, <laughs> because um, yeah, I don't know where are we at. We are at forty-seven. Forty-seven. So okay, yeah, we could talk about uh, the because I then went to Milwaukee, and then I was flying home on the Tuesday, the mm-hmm. next Tuesday, and my flight kept getting delayed and kept getting delayed, and. I flew out of Milwaukee, landed in Minneapolis at 3 o'clock. Joe Zimmerman was headlining Acme, and there were thunderstorms, and my flight was delayed. And I was like, ah, put me on the first, like, a flight tomorrow. And so I just stayed in, in Minneapolis, picked up a set at Acme. Who'd you stay with in Minneapolis? Uh, my sister. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was lovely. And, uh, yeah, I have How's two Acme brothers. doing? Acme is doing great. It was full. I had a great set. Oh, my It was God. super fun. And um, it was... Uh, Maria Heinig doing a guest set, myself doing a guest set, and then um, again I space the name of the feature. Too many comics. Maybe Jackie. it's Gabe. Maybe it's Gabe again. <laughs> and uh, too many comics. <laughs> there's so many comics, but I know all of. And he was very funny. And uh, and then Zimmerman, of course, Hilaire, and then Brandy Brown, MC'd. Brandy Brown, previous comic of the week. Oh, cool. Very funny uh, from Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And, Is Emily Galati still living there? Did not, don't think so. I'm like, really? Galati, I think. Yeah, she moved there like a year and a half ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I'm not uh, in the loop. Well, maybe she's not there anymore. Okay. And, but, um, I mean, that's like a destination now. Comedy destination is Minneapolis. Well, it ought to be. Because it's cheap to live. There's plenty of stage time. Yep, though, joke, joke. I'm half, closed. I'm half. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that, but, uh, so that was a weekend room that was there. Oh, that sucks. That's no longer there, but I think there's two other rooms plus the House of Comedy, mm-hmm. uh, which they book all local features and MCs. Do you know what in, in San Diego? Okay, there's Madhouse. Madhouse Mad moved. It's not at the top of a mall anymore, so it moved to Fourth Fourth Street and Broadway. I think. Really? Yeah. Fourth and Broadway? No, not Broadway. Fourth it, down a few. It's okay. Yeah. Right. Nice. So so they get all walk in traffic. Oh, that's so they kind of do. Floor. They kind of do like New York spot shows, you know, where everyone does ten minutes. It's not Got it. like no headliner shows. They don't do any. I don't think so. Okay, uh, maybe some. Okay, but at least not that weekend they weren't. And oh, the weekend of Comic Con. Yeah. Okay. The next one over is American Comedy Company. It's not too far away. Um, 
and they've had problems with bounce checks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The next went down, I guess, across from American Comedy Company, the Laugh Factory is coming in to San Diego. Well, Wait, right in that same area? Yeah. So all within 10 minutes walking distance. <laughs> walking distance. There's La Jolla. Oh, the comedy factory. store, yeah. Comedy store? Um, yeah, but you have to drive to that. Like, that's... No, but I mean, if if they're if you're trying to get San Diego convention people, they're oh, not going to go to La Jolla. Um, I just got an email from a, a guy that runs some clubs down there, and or just one nighters really. Yeah, and he's like, you know, they it's it's a guarantee. Then we pass the hat, might be more, and I'm like, I, I don't know. And uh, and, then, and then there's Jackie, been, never too big for a pass the hat gig. Uh, we've talked about this, and I I fear the hat. I, fear the hat. <laughs> I shouldn't fear the hat because uh, you know I'll get to do the long set. I need to work. I need to work on the long set, so mm-hmm. I should just do it. But um, yeah, if you're in town, you don't have you know road work right, and stuff. Right. My 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 August is so full. Wow. My August is packed. We're gonna have to be doing uh, back, podcasts. We're doing back to backs tonight. We are, but we're going to have to be Skyping a few, too. Yeah, because you got... Are you out? I'll be out of... I'll be out of the country. I'll be in. Oh, you're on vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to go look at something. Mm-hmm. What are you going to go look at? Uh, we're going to go to London and Amsterdam. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Send a postcard. No. No? Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> People love postcards. I don't do postcards. <laughs> Um, I don't accept presents. I don't do postcards. I know. Uh, what I love is that uh, I'm sitting in my car and you're like, come and help my son with his computer. And he, he grumbled something. And you said... That was the most awkward You were so funny because you said out loud to him, if people offer help, accept it. What's wrong? That's great advice. <laughs> Excuse me. That's great advice. You are correct. It is great advice. You might want to internalize that. What? Uh, because you don't accept help when it is offered. Oh, that's I'd like true. to state the obvious. <laughs> Allow me to tattoo that on the inside of your eyelids. Um, so I didn't it made think of me it like that. It made me laugh so hard. Oh, he's so awkward. It's it's. Mm-hmm. You, Where does he get it? He, well, um, he's twelve. Yeah, no, he, it's <laughs> I like know he's twelve. Grown he's, ups, he's, grown he's ups tall. Make him want to really crawl is. under a, a, a couch, oh, right? Me too. Me too. <laughs> and then my mom just she's always hovering and saying the wrong thing so she she he's he is he is so um uh fragile right now in yeah. a way we're like you say one wrong thing he doesn't want to talk or do anything again like i i every day i'm like how do i navigate this i'm going through straights right. here right right because he uh, does he can be can't see it because he's in it yeah he's, but he's it, it's right it's a horrible time to be alive when you're 12 13 yeah, 12 right? is not a but great my mom has no idea and she, you know she's she just says she just yells things and shouts them and what and what's happening and and stuff where it shuts them down and I'm like, please, I just fucking got this flower open. Please don't close it. Right. Oh, I guess I can't do anything right. Well, yeah, there's trouble. Yeah. You've (laughs) proven that every day. Oh my God. Um, I have this to say is um, last week I inadvertently mixed up JP Morgan and Brett Summers. The internet exploded and I oh. would like to admit that Brett Summers is married to, was married to Jack Klugman briefly. That's right. Though I understand that they were they only kept, stayed married so that uh, she could have 
his uh, SAG insurance. Oh, man. So, uh, even back then, the shit was fucked up. Oh, oh, even more so, probably. Wow. Um, and um, other than that, I have uh, very, very pleased. I've written some new material. Uh, had some had some breakthroughs. Got to talk to my dad. He said some funny things. Yeah, can add that to the. Um, I was thinking about this. Is that the because I was telling Andy about something. And he was like, and he said something along the lines of, the filter, you're fa- seeing your father through the filter of you, really helps. Uh, because mm-hmm. seeing the filter of Elliot Cation without a with no filter, seeing Elliot Cation without a filter, you're like. Oh my God, shut the fuck up. But uh, with the filter of me having made peace with my, uh, with my father's foibles, shall mm-hmm. we say, um, he comes off better. I, I wrote a little bit about that in Dead People Suck, about how your family explains you to people. Yeah. And when you lose, you, like I, my dad's not here. A lot of me would make sense if you met my dad. Yeah. You know? But you can't do that now. You know, and it's it when you lose these people are providing context or they're 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 like a different illustration of you, you know, or they're or a different version right. of you. And it helps new partners go, oh, I see. I get it. I see where you I, got that. And that's unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. That's genetic and, so, and you can't stop yourself. Right. You just you, you have to you have to work with what you've been given right. to some extent. Now, did we do another Max Fun? We did not. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone. And it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. Join us for our next episode where we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia. We're pretty much at the end. 55 to All right, we're real close. So what? Uh, how were your sets in San Diego? They were fun. <laughs> it's a convention audience. Right. The whole, every single night was a convention audience. And so it's a lot of people that are, you know, like at the Coco House, Tink Conan had like a comedy house. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's people Jenny's that. Jenny's Greeno, right? Yeah, she, yeah, she did yeah. shows there too. But, and they were, it was fine. It was just, it felt like it's people that are, they just want to get to, into something. I mean, the, the oh, people are staying in line for line. five hours for, like, for panels and stuff. And they're so like, they're like oh, I got in. I got into this one. And so uh, it, it kind of has, it's not like comedy connoisseurs. So it almost felt like a, um, how hard you have to work in like Vegas or some kind of road gig where you're oh, right. almost explaining like a mall stand up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little, mm-hmm. Like a mall audience that have been shopping all day and they're just like, let's just, and they're in. there with their bags. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of merch at people's feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you get any good toys? No, I didn't. I wasn't, you know, you couldn't I, get into hall H. I couldn't, couldn't get, get into hall H and I, so and you couldn't even get into the dealer room. Nothing. No. At That's the end insane. of every night I started to get fevery. Like I, I have just had surgery. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so that is just true. Like even now I feel a little bit like hot, but, um, but 
last week, it, it, you know, it, it was within the first week of the right. surgery, and right, I, I right. wasn't. So you were trying to get I wasn't some feeling rest. Great every single night. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't a, the go getter I felt like I normally would be. Right. Like when offered more spots, I was like, I think I'm okay. I can't at this point. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So you ended up doing like what two or three sets, or um, I did a set a night, and then one night I did three. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, so I did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> three on Friday, and one on Saturday afternoon. Okay, and then I took the bus. I mean, the train back here last night. And, afternoon. Uh, yeah, there was what a was five p.m. Uh, okay. stand-up show at uh, Team Coco. It was okay. me, Max Silvestri, and uh, fuck, I'm forgetting who else. But yeah. Is it Shane, just uh, like uh, if I end up going down there? Do you think I Shane Torres? What? Do you think if I go down there, uh, you, I, I might be able to pick up a set? Totally. Yeah, yeah, you could do. I mean, the Mad Dog was like putting had spots galore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh no. Yeah, I do fine. Yeah. Uh, the stand up next fine. year. If we go next year, take my Saturday. Yeah. Because I always leave right after the the show. Take yeah. my Saturday. Take the hotel and do a bunch of spots and stuff. You should bring the boy just because we've talked about it. But, oh, you know I what? Mean, I might do that next yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Might and then be Comic Con age. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thirteen's a better. A, a, yeah, and he'll and he'll get to meet artists. You can go down Artist Alley. Do you have to be have or a Hall can, H pa- no, pass? No, it's just a pass? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but the, yeah, the dealer to the artist alley is amazing. Okay. And I mean, he doesn't have to meet famous artists. He can, he can just meet normal working artists and then learn what that's like, which is like this. Okay. Quite honestly, it's a (laughs) lot like this. (laughs) And, um, so I think we're good. What do you think? Yeah. I'm just writing down ideas for the next one (laughs) because holy shit, we have another hour. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.